Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, this Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is presented by the Ultimate Season Preview 2021. The NFL season is about to begin, and no one has you covered like the Locked On Podcast Network. August the 30th through September the 8th, Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview is taking you through every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's experts, Ross Tucker and Jason Law Camfora. Make sure that you follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcast, tune in right now as the ultimate season preview continues and make sure to go back and check out any of the previous divisions that you may have missed like the AFC South. But we have a lot to talk about on this Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Before we get into all that, first and foremost, obviously, as you guys can probably tell, my voice is on the fritz. I was questionable to play for today's pod, but there's so much going on with the Titans. Can't let that slow me down. So I got my tea here ready to get me through, complete with a nice honey drizzle as well. And just want to let you guys know, obviously, up front what is going on. But I'm going to be back and ready to go for the rest of the week, get back to 100%. But today, obviously, a little bit less. But that's not going to stop me from breaking down all of the Tennessee Titans news that you need to know. First off, we got a ton of COVID activations over the weekend that had corresponding roster moves to go with. And I'm going to tell you all the roster changes that happened over over the long holiday weekend and where the Titans roster sits right now. Then the Titans did kick off practice for the week for the Arizona Cardinals on Monday. I'm going to tell you everything you need to know from Titans practice, including one important player on the defense who has not been in practice for a while and missed on Monday. So we'll talk about that player. And then the Titans did release their first depth chart for the regular season. We got the depth chart leading up into the opening game against the Arizona Cardinals. We're going to go over the offense and the defense, and I'm just going to talk about some of the things that really stood out to me from that depth chart. So we are going to dive into everything you need to know from the weekend of Tennessee Titans football, an entire recap of the long holiday weekend on this Tuesday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Ah, folks, this is my Michael Jordan flu game of podcasting, so I'm glad that you guys could all be here to witness that, but let's talk about this Tennessee Titans news before we get into that. Just a friendly reminder, I am going to be putting out daily Monday through Friday Tennessee Titans content here on the Locked On Titans podcast and on the Locked On Titans YouTube channel, so make sure that you subscribe to both of those. You got your audio stuff, you got the visual stuff as well. Also, make sure that you check me out on social media, on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans, on Facebook at Locked on Titans Pod. And remember, you can find the Locked on Titans podcast everywhere. You get sports content and always for free. So let's dive right into that content. 
Number one, the biggest COVID activation of the weekend for the Titans was starting quarterback Ryan Tannehill. So there was really no danger of Tannehill missing this game based on the time of when he went on the list. But obviously not having your starting quarterback in practice for important practices leading up into your first game of the year, I mean, it can hurt you. So nice to see Ryan Tannehill back. He was out there practicing on Monday. And one big factor that matters the most is Throughout training camp, whether it's been injury or Ryan Tannehill on the COVID list, Ryan Tannehill and Julio Jones have basically had no time to work together and develop chemistry. So they're going to have to speed that up and, and get warp speed going on that connection. But I have faith that it'll take place. Also, the Titans activated Jeremy McNichols off the COVID-19 list. Along with that, they also activated tight end Jeff Swain. So we saw three Titans along with Earlier in the weekend on Friday, we saw Harold Landry and Racy McMath activated off of the COVID-19 list. So a ton of Tennessee Titans back. What happened with the roster outside of that? So first of all, with Harold Landry and Racy McMath coming off the COVID list, we saw Brady Breeze go to IR. We uh, also saw some other moves like Chris Jones. Corey Levin being cut as well. Poor Corey Levin was only here for a a couple of days, barely even a a week. So we saw those two players cut, DB Chris Jones, offensive lineman Corey Levin. We saw Justin March Lillard, the linebacker, activated off the COVID-19 list, but he was instantly cut and waived as well. Uh, Brady Breeze, the safety, was placed on IR. So you have all of those different moves. And with all of those moves, activating Tannehill, McNichols, Landry, McMath, Swaim, and March Lillard. And then the cut of Chris Jones, Corey Levin, IR for Brady Breeze, cut for Justin March Lillard immediately. With all of those moves, basically the Titans ended up at 52 roster spots filled. Now, I had been talking about it like it was official all week, but Michael Pruitt did officially get added to the Titans practice squad. And with that move, undrafted free agent tight end out of Alabama, Miller Forrestall, Cracker Miller, it's Forrestall time. He was cut from the Titans practice squad. So not really a surprise there. Uh, I would say Justin March Lillard, who was waived. I'd say if he gets through waivers, he has a very good chance of replacing Jan Johnson on the Titans practice squad, so keep an eye out for that. I thought uh, JML was the better linebacker throughout the preseason. Uh, Also, do want to mention here that the roster is at 52 spots because Ben Jones should be back on Tuesday, today, when you guys hear this. And for the YouTube crowd, I post the YouTube show the night before it comes out on the podcast. Don't be getting in my comments telling me, hey, bro, it's it's not Tuesday yet. It's Monday. It's Come on. Come on. Anyways, moving forward, the roster's at 52. We should expect to get Ben Jones back on Tuesday, expect to get Nate Davis back on Wednesday. Mike Vrabel said in his press conference on Monday that he expects those guys to get a couple practices this week, so that's really where I'm thinking that from. And it leads us to the question of, there are two guys coming back, and there's going to be one spot open So that's 54 players total. The Titans are going to have to cut one more person before the 53-man roster is actually solidified. Now, undrafted free agent interior offensive lineman Cole Bonwart is from Iowa, is on the COVID list as well. But the reality here is he was getting ready to be waived before he got put on the COVID list. So he's not going to impact the 53-man roster. So Ben Jones comes back, takes that spot. Nate Davis comes back probably on Wednesday. Who gets cut? Well, a couple of names that I think 
are on the chopping block from that perspective. Racy McMath, the Titans still have a ton of wide receivers on the list, even with Marcus Johnson on IR. They could look to take Racy McMath off since he's really only going to be able to help them on special teams. And they have Nick Westbrook-Akina and some defensive backs who can help them in those spots. Uh, also, Matthias Farley or Bradley McDougal. The Titans still have four active safeties right now with Dane Crookshank, the two starters, well, five active safeties, Dan Crookshank, the two starters, and then McDougal or Farley. One of those guys could get cut. And then Nick DeZubnar. If the Titans would rather have five safeties instead of five outside linebackers, that's a numbers problem we've talked about a lot on the podcast in the last week. If the Titans want five inside linebackers, they go with Nick DeZubnar. If the Titans want five safeties, then they cut Nick DeZubnar. So we will watch how that all irons itself out over the next 48 hours or so. But that is all of the roster moves and roster news that you need to know from the long holiday weekend. We are going to continue this Tuesday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast, Monday, if you're watching on YouTube, by discussing Titans practice on Monday. And it was a very important one as it was the first practice of game week for the Titans ahead of the game against the Cardinals. Before we get into that, though, do want to let you guys know that the football season is back and we can make the most of it with a better way to create your custom pool at runyourpool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. Uh, Run Your Pool gives you a ridiculously easy way to run a football pool with friends, family, or office mates. They offer dozens of different formats. you got Survivor, Pick'em, Squares, Margin, Confidence Pools, 33, and much, much more. Run Your Pool hosts formats for NFL and college football. That's pretty cool. So you can do one-week games. You can do full-season leagues. You can just do the playoffs or even just the Super Bowl. Unlike other fantasy sports platforms, Run Your Pool has different options and settings, and you can really make it your own. You can even customize it and brand it for your business, your bar, your restaurant, anything like that. Reconnect with your friends and join nearly 2 million football fans to make every single game action-packed this year. Check them out today. Get $10 off at runyourpool.com slash locked on or use the promo code locked on at checkout anywhere, everywhere in the world. Run Your Pool helps friends and colleagues compete. The NFL season starts September 9th, so make sure that you start today at runyourpool.com slash locked on. Have your pool up and running in minutes before the season kicks off. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on. Also, while we're talking about being competitive, if you want to be a little competitive on some games with your money, make sure that you check out betonline.ag. They're the number one spot for all your pro and college football betting action this season. They have incredible contests going on right now. First off, they have the internet's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest, and they have the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Both of those are open right now at betonline.ag. Also, they have the opening day super promo. You make a bet on the opening game of the year between the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and no matter what you wager, no matter whether you win or you lose, you'll be refunded up to $25. This is for new customers when you sign up and use promo code NFL100. So $25 back on your bet, even if you lose. Also, since we're talking about promo codes, when you sign up at betonline.ag, use the promo code LOCKED ON, and that'll qualify you for a 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit. They're literally giving you free money when you use the promo code LOCKED ON at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. 
Let's continue this Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We still have a ton to talk about. We are going to discuss Titans practice on Monday. And first, we got to talk about a player who I think his role on the team and his importance to the team may be underrated by a lot of people, but it's inside linebacker David Long. And throughout the preseason, we saw David Long come on the field for Rashawn Evans on third downs. And I think that's a role that he's going to continue to play throughout the year. And the reality here is when the Titans don't pick up your fifth-year option as a first-round pick, do those players come back? Jack Conklin. Corey Davis, Rashawn Evans. Rashawn Evans will not be on the Tennessee Titans in 2022. That means that David Long is going to be the next starting inside linebacker for this team. And I could see halfway through the year, if Rashawn Evans is not playing his best football, the Titans could go ahead and make that switch on all three downs, not just third down. David Long is much better in coverage. Uh, Rashawn Evans is great on those close yardage, goal line, fourth and one situations. He's been excellent at those opportunities in those situations throughout his career, but that's a very small part and a very slim uh, opportunity for that to be his best trait. David Long, in my opinion, is a better blitzer. David Long is better in pass coverage, as I mentioned, and they're close enough in run defense that I I could see David Long taking over that role full time eventually. But for right now, he hasn't practiced in a few days. One good thing I can say, though, is David Long is not on IR. So the Titans expect David Long to play within the next three weeks. Remember, you got the the little IR boomerang rule now where if you get placed on IR, you're not out for the full season. You can actually come back after three weeks. After that three-week wait, the Titans then would have 21 days off of the IR to activate that player. If not, then they go back on IR for the rest of the season. The fact that David Long has not been placed on IR while the Titans are trying to manage all these roster spots, that's a good sign that he should be back, if not this week, at least next week or the week after that. So David Long shouldn't be out for too long. (laughs) Okay, either way, so that's good news. Uh, You like to see that, and that gives you some optimism there. Moving forward, though, one player who has not been practicing a lot recently that did return to practice on Monday was defensive back Chris Jackson. Now, we're going to talk a lot more about Chris Jackson in the depth chart section of our show in our final segment, but for the time being, either way, it's a Tennessee Titan returning back to practice. Jackson is going to be expected to help a lot on special teams, how much he's going to be expected to help on defense. We'll talk about that, like I said. But either way, a Tennessee Titan returning to practice. You love to see that. Speaking of returning to practice, it wasn't just the Tennessee Titans players that were affected by the COVID-19 list. We also saw a ton of coaches be on the list as well. And one of those important coaches was wide receiver coach Rob Moore. And he returned to practice on Monday as well. So good to see him cleared and through the protocols. The next thing that I want to mention is just a cool little detail about scouting and how scout team works. For you guys that never played organized football, and I realize there's a good chunk of of NFL fans and football fans who never really had the opportunity to do that or just weren't interested at a young age. They just enjoy it more as an entertainment um, idea than actually playing the sport themselves. The way that it works is you have a scout team in practice. So what the Titans do is they take their 16-man practice squad. And they take the lower end of the depth chart guys. A lot of time you're going to be rookies uh, or just, you know, those roster bubble guys, the, the 40 to 53 area. What you're going to do is from there, 
basically, you're going to use those players to simulate the other team in practice. And one way that the Titans are doing that, they're using Rashad Weaver, the rookie, who coming out of college, great power, great length, great size. Well, they're using him to mimic incredible edge rusher for the Arizona Cardinals, Chandler Jones, number 55. So Rashad Weaver is actually wearing number 55 as a jersey number in practice because he is Chandler Jones on the Titans scout team defense. So I thought that was just a really cool aspect to practice. Those are the inside practice things that really get my juices flowing. I love that stuff. Everyone is, I mean, we talk about the starters, the stars, the superstars, Derrick Henry, AJ, but football is the greatest team game in the world. And even the guys who don't get the credit on the scout team deserve a ton of the credit. So even guys who aren't starters, who don't play a lot in big games and Super Bowl and stuff like that, they get their ring too. They get their ring too. And it's because people don't understand how important and valuable great scout team performances can be. And depth on your roster helps you with that. And the Titans, I would say, are a deeper roster right now than we've seen them be in a couple of years. So love to see that. And then finally, just an update. We talked about Ryan Tannehill having trouble developing that chemistry with Julio Jones because of their availability off and on, both of them, throughout the last month or so. But Julio was out there. Tannehill was out there. So finally, the Titans starting first-team offense is, at least in some sense, is getting a chance to play together. Once they get Ben Jones and Nate Davis back this week, uh, that will finally be the first time the Titans' first-team offense will get a chance to practice together this entire offseason. So good steps being taken. But that's your practice report from Monday. We're going to continue the episode. The Titans did release their first depth chart for the regular season. I'm going to quickly go over that and talk about just a couple of things that did stand out to me, including someone leapfrogging someone in the wide receiver group that I don't think it's a complete shock, but definitely would call it a surprise. Before we get into that, just want to tell you guys about Direct TV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You got one device that lets you catch the game live. You got another device that lets you stream all your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for all the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you, there is a simpler way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle, and it's a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch everything you need, your favorite sports, your movies, and shows, all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes. You'll never need another device ever again. The best part, there is no annual contract. So. Get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible devices required. Content varies by package. Also, I want to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bars ever, and they come from our friends over at Built Bar. They have a ton of different delicious flavors at BuiltBar.com. All the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They don't just taste great. They're healthy for you as well. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein high fiber. They're great as a healthy meal substitute or just a guilt-free snack. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Titans fans, Titans fans, let's cap off this Tuesday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We are going to dive into the depth chart that was released by the Tennessee Titans. 
Going to dive into that with you guys. Before we do, just want to remind you about the Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You can use all the information that they're giving you on betonline.ag. So it doesn't have to be a guessing game. When you bet on the Titans, they're going to give you daily picks, blowout specials, even Lee Sterling's lock of the day. So follow the Locked on Bets podcast presented by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. Quite frankly, my voice is running out of steam, folks, as you could probably tell. So we are going to dive straight into this depth chart. I'm going to start on the offensive side of the ball here uh, at the wide receiver position. Uh, well, we'll say the running back position. Jeremy McNichols is over Makai Sargent. That's not a big surprise. Makai Sargent's a better runner of the football, but when Jeremy McNichols comes in, he's going to be asked to pass block, and he's shown that he can be pretty good at pass blocking for the Titans. So that's why, and Makai Sargent's an undrafted free agent rookie. And as we see with the rest of the depth chart, the Titans aren't going to give the rookie that much favor over the veteran. So let's continue down the list. Those are some more interesting things to discuss. At wide receiver, we saw Chester Rogers jump Josh Reynolds on the depth chart. Now, there are a couple of different reasons for that. One, Josh Reynolds has missed a ton of time throughout this training camp and preseason with the Achilles injury that he's been managing. Also, Chester Rogers is most certainly a more natural slot receiver. Smaller, quick guy, get in and out, get over the middle of the field. Josh Reynolds can do a little bit of that, but I wouldn't say that, you know, that's a primary skill of his. He's much more of a boundary, outside, deep threat guy, physical, go up and get the ball down the field. What I will say, though, is I don't want the Titans to lean too heavily into that small slot Adam Humphrey-style guy. I think the Titans' offense needs to be predicated on physicality and toughness, and I've talked a lot in the offseason about the fact that I want the Titans to use three wide receiver sets with Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, and Josh Reynolds and allow those big physical wide receivers to mimic two tight end sets. So you can get defenses in sub-package, nickel and dime with a bunch of defensive backs out on the field. And because the wide receivers are so big and physical, still get similar looks to as if you had two tight ends on the field, which can really tilt the numbers game and the run game for the Titans. But Chester Rogers had a good training camp, good preseason. Obviously, uh, the, the organization loves what he's bringing to the table, and he does fit that natural slot role a little bit better. So Josh Reynolds needs to get healthy, but he's also got to play better and be more available. So that was an interesting note, probably the most interesting note from the depth chart. Next, Jeff Swaim is listed as the starting tight end over Anthony Ferkser. I had some people ask questions about that. Guys, I love Anthony Ferkser too. I think he's a very solid role player in the league, but he's never going to be an every down starting tight end. He just does not have the physical attributes necessary to be a good enough blocker to do that. When the Titans' first-team offense goes out on the field, Jeff Swaim is going to be the tight end. It is time to play the Swaim. I love my guy, Jeff Swaim. Going to post that video again for you guys before the regular season kicks off. But either way, uh, Jeff Swaim is going to be the starting tight end because he's a more versatile player than Anthony Ferkser, even if Anthony Ferkser ultimately gets more reps, more snaps, all of that. Just that first-team offense, that primary offense, Jeff Swaim makes more sense because he's a much better blocker than Anthony Ferkser. No matter how much we love Ferkser, he's never going to be a good enough blocker to be a full-time every-down tight end. It's just what it is. You need role players like Anthony Ferkser, though. He's going to have an incredible impact on this team. Lastly, on offense, at right tackle, the Titans still have three starters listed. They have Questenberry, Tyson Brelo, and Kendall Lamb. 
Kendall Lamb and Ty Sambrillo have both missed a ton of time throughout the preseason and training camp. I tend to believe because of that, the Titans will go with Questenberry, who played pretty well as the starter at left tackle for the majority of the back half of the season last year. So there's no reason to doubt Questenberry. But I just want to say, it just can't be a good thing that you're going into week one of the season and you don't know who your starter is. Like that, you know, I'm not going to panic, but it's definitely not a good thing, right? I'm not crazy in that, right? Anyways, uh, don't like I said, don't want to panic too much, but just seems strange to me. You should know your starters heading into the first game of the season. I mean, give me a break. Anyways, moving forward, let's talk about the defensive side of the ball. One thing that really stood out to me was Tyre Tart is starting at nose tackle, second-year player, undrafted free agent from last year, in his second year to become a starter for what should be a playoff team in the NFL. What a jump, what, what a move. This is why football is fantastic, because you can be a guy who doesn't get a lot of run, doesn't get a lot of love out of college, doesn't even get drafted, and turn yourself into a starting-level player in the NFL. So just want to highlight Tyre Tart. What an incredible story, an incredible journey he is on. Outside of that, the outside linebacker group, Ola Adani over Rashad Weaver. And I know the instant thought that you guys are going to have is, well, all the rookies are at the bottom of the depth chart. Okay, well, let's go to inside linebacker where Monty Rice, as a rookie, is listed over Nick DeZubnar, the veteran. Now, we all know Monty Rice is significantly better at defense than Nick DeZubnar. DeZubnar is a special teams only player. If he's out on the defense, Titans are screwed. That's, that is what it is. Okay. Even if it's a goal line, get that man off the field. He was terrible on defense for the Titans last year in his limited snaps. He is a special teams only player and you need guys like that. So I'm not mad about that. The fifth inside linebacker, that should be a special teams only player. I'm, I'm with that, but if Monty Rice is listed over Nick DeZubnar, then that doesn't mean that the Titans are just automatically putting every rookie at the bottom of the depth chart. It breaks that rule. So we can't say that. So, uh, Ola Daney's done uh, very well uh, throughout the preseason. He's flashed as a pass rusher. We knew he was going to be a special teams uh, ace. But uh, interesting. Good for Ola. Uh, like I said, he flashed during the preseason and he's getting rewarded. But I would expect Rashad Weaver to have a bigger impact on the Titans' defense throughout the season. And then uh, at cornerback, Elijah Molden listed at the bottom of the depth chart along with Elijah, uh, along with Caleb Barley. Both of those are at the very bottom. Like I said, you could say, oh, they're putting all the rookies at the end, but Monty Rice, Monty Rice breaks the rule, breaks the rule. Either way, I said we were talking about Chris Jackson more. I've said this a bunch. I'm going to say it again now. If Chris Jackson is playing over Elijah Molden on defense, the Titans are imbeciles. It's not even close. Chris Jackson is one of the worst players in the entire NFL, literally one of the worst players in the NFL, the worst cornerback in the entire league last year as a rookie. And guys improve, guys get better, they grow, all of that. I get it. But there's just no way from what we've seen that there's any logical argument that Chris Jackson is a better defensive player than Elijah Molden. So I hope the Titans aren't silly enough to make that mistake. Also, uh, at safety in the defensive backfield, uh, Matthias Farley is listed over Bradley McDougal at free safety. I only mentioned that to say this. We talked at the end of the first segment. Someone's going to be cut. There is one or more cut on this roster. And if the Titans want to go with five inside linebackers and keep Nick DeZubnar, then that means one of these safeties, McDougal or Farley, is going to get cut. And if Farley is ahead of McDougal, that means it's going to be McDougal. 
So I would say McDougal, Nick DeZumnar, and Racy McMath are the top three options for that final cut. But that is where I will leave you in terms of my analysis. Real quick, going through the depth chart. On offense, Taylor Lewan, Roger Saffold, Ben Jones, Nate Davis, and then the, the three-headed monster at right tackle listed as the starters. Chester Rogers, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones at wide receiver, Jeff Swaim at tight end, Tannehill and Derrick Henry as the starters. Their starters on defense, Danico Autry, Tyre Tart, Jeff Simmons, Bud Dupree, Harold Landry, Jayon Brown, Rashawn Evans, Jack Rabbit, Kevin Byard, Amani Hooker, Christian Fulton in the secondary, and of course, Ficken, Kern, and then Chester Rogers as the returner for both kicks and punts with Morgan Cox as the long snapper. But that is going to do it for today's show. Can't believe I got through. Just want to shout out you guys. Thank you so much for struggling along with me here. Do want to say no pity required whatsoever. I had a, a throat infection a couple weeks ago that has persisted, but I also have had two weddings um, a couple of different fantasy outings and golf events and things like that. So I've had a great last two weeks, maybe th some of the best weeks of my life. So don't feel bad for me. Uh, I'm going to stop talking immediately after I'm done doing the show. And I'm not talking again until we do tomorrow night's show. I'm going to continue to hit the tea and the honey. And make sure that the Locked On Titans podcast is the best Titans podcast in the world for the first week of the season. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. Oh, also want to remind you guys, because there wasn't a show on Monday with the holiday, I'm going to be putting out an extra show on Friday evening uh, into Saturday morning, just as an extra little preview for the game, some initial thoughts as well. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.